Hey, how's it going? It's Bill Gardner from the Deep End Games, and you are listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Monday, so we're going to talk some video games. This week, we we kind of lucked into a, a two-for-one deal. Um, you know, in the past, I've talked about what goes through into selecting topics for the week and stuff. Uh, I look at events from the past. I look at movies coming out, which in 2020 has been a little hard. I look at celebrity birthdays. I, I look at all sorts of stuff, you know, weird holidays, um, real holidays. But this week, I got so lucky in the fact that there's actually a movie coming out, which is awesome, and its its star has a birthday this week, too. So, I mean, yay! And that person is Mila Jovovich, who I've been a fan of for years and years and years, and honestly, I'm pretty excited about this week, like, getting to talk about her and her life and her history and everything. Um, today, we're going to look at a small clip-it of her filmography with the video game movies that she's done over the years. And real quick, I want to have a little little sidebar. Uh, I, I thought about this whole show just talking about Paul W.S. Anderson, her husband, who directed most of the Resident Evils and is directing Monster Hunter that opens later this week. And, you know, he really cool dude, did the first Mortal Kombat, uh, gave Jude Law his, his big starring break, did Death Race, Alien vs. Predator, you know, dude had some chops. I mean, he was also a producer on DOA, but he he's definitely, you know, an important piece of Hollywood and stuff. But I want this to really be all about Mila. So let's talk about, let's start with her Resident Evil run. She's been in... All these Resident Evil movies, y'all, it's it's insane. Uh, we're talking like James Bond level number of appearances. Because, but hey, you know it it works. And six movies later, we have an interesting, if not slightly convoluted, story. And it all started back with the two thousand two film Resident Evil. And this movie. Uh, had an interesting story behind it because when the first Resident Evil move, the first Resident Evil game, excuse me, came out, they were like, "Wow!" Uh, everybody in Hollywood was like, "This movie, this is movie potential here. We could make some money off of this." And so they started working on stuff. Well, the turnaround on the games was faster. So Resident Evil Two came out. Well, at that point, all the scripts for Resident Evil the movie were based on Resident Evil 1, so they were kind of dated, and they had to start over. And this, the production went all over the place. I mean, at one time, George Romero, yes, the George A. Romero, was going to direct a film for it. Uh, he had done a commercial for Resident Evil 2, and it was a match made in heaven because his films influenced the games, and so, you know, it was that perfect circle. He even had... His secretary played through all the games and record the gameplay, and he watched it to, you know, get down. And he, was, he came up with the script, everything like that. It was going to be great. 
it was going to have to be an NC-17. So they they shot it down and, you know, had to, had to part ways, which is kind of sad, you know, because he's the, the zombie king. And then Jamie Banks came in, who directed, who's hot off Urban Legend, which, for its time, I mean, Jared Leto, Tara Reid, it's, it's not a bad movie, you know? Um, go check it out. And it went on, but it fell through. And then Paul W.S. Anderson came in, and he had played the game, thought it was awesome, but wanted to kind of set something in the universe of the game instead of adapting the game because he had seen so many uh, video game movies, even by that point, like early 2000s, you know, and probably talking about his the sequel to his Mortal Kombat um, movies just not do justice to the source material. And that's kind of where we went with, and that's, you know, it's loosely based on the same thing. You know, you have the virus and everything, but Mila Jovovich's character, Alice, is completely new. You know, she, she was made for the film, and she is a bad mamma jamma. Uh, like I said, there were all sorts of sequels. The first film shot for only $33 million and did over $100 million. So that right there, you know you're going to get another one. And that one was Resident Evil Apocalypse, which came out in 2004. And, um, again, just, just running with it, there's a new illegal experiment going on from Umbrella Corporation, and this is really where we know we're in a franchise. Um, by the way, you had... Mike Epps, Zach Ward, and Odette Farr show up in this one. So those, some of my favorite actors. Uh, and the reason I say we know we're in a franchise is because it ends, spoilers for a super old or a 16-year-old movie, uh, that Alice and Addison get taken into custody by the Umbrella Academy. So we know that there's going to be another one. Budget on this one is a little more. It's $45 million, but it $130 million, So... Again, they're going to keep making them out. Three years later, you get Resident Evil Extinction. And um, this one, a lot of people thought it was going to be like the trilogy, and that it's going to be the end of it, but we see that, you know, Alice shows up, and that there are clones, and um, the clones have telekinetic abilities, and so, again, opens up a whole new can of worms, but again, Milojovich is just kicking butt, oh my gosh, she's, she's great in, in all these movies, and the cast grows even more, we bring in like Ashanti, and Jason O'Mara, uh, Lyndon Ashby, who ironically enough was in Mortal Kombat, but Paul W. S. Anderson didn't direct this one, uh, I don't know, and, um, Ali Larder as Claire, you know, everybody loves Claire, so, this movie, $45 million, $150 million. So maybe even more for about the same. Three years later, we get Resident Evil Afterlife. And just like, you know, like the title, Afterlife, it just keeps going. Uh, Anderson did return at this point to do some stuff. Uh, Wentworth Miller is here as Chris Redfield. Um, you get... 
just more and more crazy zombie monster things. And they... What's cool about these games is, or these movies, is just like the games, they adapt and improve with stuff. So they, they brought back other zombies that have been in earlier films and just made them look better and run better and stuff. Um, 60 million did 300 million. So you got that going. And then you have uh, Jill, Jill Valentine come back in the credit scene. So again, we're keeping going. Two years later, Resident Evil Retribution. This one, so I'll be honest, I didn't see Retribution or the final chapter. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw Afterlife. I know I saw Apocalypse and Extinction. It's all kind of run together, you know. You had Marvel on the scene taking over big epic movies. So, I, although after this week, I may sit down and revisit all these. So here we are, Retribution. Um, it's the fifth movie. And more goodness, you get Michelle Rodriguez back. Uh, she comes back as Rain from the first one which is awesome, and this one, you get to see, like, how big, that's it's one thing, these movies kept getting bigger and bigger, almost a little more ludicrous, but in this one, it's all over the world, you know, you get to see everything that goes down, uh, budget of 65 million, made 240 million, so they love it, 2016, four years ago, doesn't seem that long, Resident Evil, the final chapter came out. And this one, uh, they, they left it all on the table. You know, you had a lot. You had Ali Larder was there um, coming in. Of course, Milojovic as not only Alice, but all of her clones. And we had shout outs and throwbacks to like the very first movie. And what the T-Virus did, you know, again, not just Raccoon City, but where we've seen it expand out into the rest of the world. And it's just crazy, 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 crazy. I, like I said, I haven't watched this one, but reading all this stuff about it, I'm excited. And I can't wait to to sit down and watch it. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be cool. 40 million, 312 million crazy. Lastly, though, I want to talk about Monster Hunter, which is coming up. And obviously it's not out yet. I mean, it's was released uh, in China last week as of this recording on December 4th. It comes out December 18th here in the States. It had a line in it that was viewed as offensive, and so they review bombed it and stuff. Um, it's going to be re-released and edited, so we'll see what happens. I'm pretty excited about it. The CG on it looks really cool. There's a lot of monsters in there that you recognize from the games, you know. You you see all of them, and both Mila and Paul play the games uh, to the point where Mila was using the character creator in the game to create her character in the movie. And I, I don't know, I think that's kind of cool. You know, trying out different Weapons and stuff to see what looked cool. Uh, you got Tony Ja is in it, T.I., Ron Perlman. So it's it's about a group of U.S. Army Rangers who get 
sucked through a portal into the Monster Hunter world and how they can survive there. We will see. I'm excited. Let me know. Are you excited to see Monster Hunter? You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere. Uh, go check us out. Follow us on Twitch, twitch.com slash nightnerdpodcast. And if you feel so inclined, please check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash thenightnerd. You can email me if you have questions, comments, concerns, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. You call me on the telephone.